family, the bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps shape in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of family dynamics and its impact in our lives. Good day, everyone. Uh, how has your week been? I hope you are enjoying yourself and keeping fit and keeping good. Uh, we thank God for this opportunity again, bringing back to you another episode on family dynamics. I hope you have been enjoying yourself. Share it with people. Let people be blessed through it. Today, we're, we're, last week we look at, uh, or the past few episodes, we've been looking at fl red flags in relationship. And as I was rounding up the episode for the last time on red flags, it just occurred to me that uh, I should do something on healing from heartaches due to breakups. So that's what we are going to be doing today, healing from heartaches due to breakups. Before we dive into the topic proper, I want to talk on two important things that we need to take note of. And, and I'm reading from 1 John 1, 3 and 7. It says, that which we have seen and heard, we declared unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. But if we, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. And that is what the Bible says. So, as it is, the first thing I want us to know, there are two levels of relationship. And we as Christians, if you are born again, you, you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says we are members of the same family. And that's the family of God. Which means we are both brothers and sisters. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. I remember when I was in the university or even A-levels. The way we call ourselves is sister so, sister A, sister B, or brother A, brother C. So we all call ourselves sisters in Christ or brothers in Christ. So that's who we are. And the same way we have bloodline relationship with brother and sister in the physical realm or in the physical family is the same way it is in the spiritual. So the blood of Jesus is even stronger than this. So before you become husband and wife, or brother and sister in relationship. We are all, all brothers and sisters in Christ. So I want you to take note of that. And this will help us in the way we deal with breakups in relationship or whatever uh, situation we find ourselves. The second level of relationship is the relationship 
between a brew and a bay, between a man and a, a woman, or a guy and a, and a lady, where we, we know that we're together, this is leading us into marriage. That's the second level of relationship. So, um, and even in this relationship, the way we deal it with ourselves is important because we are all, first of all, brothers and sisters in Christ before we become uh, two people in relationship or even end up as married partner and as husband and wife. So when we have this behind our mind, it will help us the way we handle ourselves, knowing that God the Father is interested in the way we deal with each other and then it will be it will make him more happy as our father in the realm of the spirit if we maltreat one another. So let's say, for example, for one reason or the other, you have to break up a relationship. The first thing I want to say is do it in love. Do it in love. Discuss it. Talk about it. Don't let it be over the text. You've been together for one year, two years, or even a few months. It is not something you send a text to one another we are cutting it good. Quit. I'm tired of this. No. You need to arrange to meet with one another and discuss it in love. No matter the reason for which you are breaking up, don't be nasty about it. Talk about it in love. We saw an example in the life of Joseph when he discovered that the person he was engaged to be married to was carrying a pregnancy. You know, the Bible talked about the fact that he made up his mind not to disgrace Mary openly. He didn't do it in a nasty way. He had already thought of, ah, we've been together, I love this girl. No matter what was happening at that time, he didn't want to deal with her in a bad way. So he looked for a way to, 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 to handle it. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to him. So this is an example for us as people. That person that you've been in relationship with, which for one reason or the other, the relationship has not worked and you're calling it, you're putting an end to it. You should do it in love. Now, what are the challenges which may lead to heartache in relationship? Or why do, do people need to break up? Sometimes in relationship, you it gets to a point you're not sure of your convictions again. You're doubting whether you actually had God or whatever. Maybe because of situations that are happening or the Holy Spirit is now giving you an impression that this person is not for you. It's okay to break that relationship. But whatever it is, do it in love. Sometimes a relationship may not end in marriage because of unresolved differences. We've been talking about red flags. Red flags is not what, what you need to manage. It is a warning, a warning sign. Most of the time there are warning signs that there's a problem. And if you cannot solve it, then there may be a break in relationship. So however we look at it, whatever we are going to do about it, this has to be done in a way putting the interest of that person at heart. Do it in love and let the Holy Spirit, in fact, possibly if it's possible, begin to pray for that person. You know already that I'm ending this relationship. Well, at least one person knows. I'm ready ending this relationship. Don't just make it something that you stop calling the person. The person calls you. You're not picking the calls. The person sends a text and says you're not responding. And the only, the next thing, the person is hearing that. So, 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 
boyfriend of hers is getting married somewhere. Don't do it like that. We're children of God. So do it in love and the Lord will help us. However, before we go into looking into what could happen or how we need to deal with it so that we can get our healing, I want to say something about a few other things that I've noticed in church. Um, it's been there all the while because I have a first-hand, a first-hand experience and I want, want us to do it. What do I do when I believe someone is for me? When you know, oh, okay, I've been praying. I believe this is my, my person. This is the man that God has ordained for me to marry. Or for, for whatever reason, you just have that impression that this is the person. But the person has not come to you. He has not told you anything. As a woman, don't make it so obvious. The man is the one to chase you. It's not the other way around. The Bible says he who finds. I think we, we spoke about that at length. So let him find you. And don't go ahead to be making it too obvious. Don't, don't show desperation. And if for any reason you have been praying, God has told you, it's not in your place to go and tell the man. Secondly, pray seriously about it and be sincere with yourself. Let it be God that is speaking to you. Let it not be your mind speaking to you. Check it out in different ways. Ask God over and over again. If it is God, he will bring him to you. Trust God to do it. And if at the end of the day, he didn't do it that way, there are things we need to do. Also, because we are human, we are not above mistakes. Nobody is above mistakes. I've seen pastors, leaders in fellowship, those days in the university, that made mistakes about saying God led me to you. And they always have good testimonies to back it up. So we can be wrong. So don't close your heart to other people when maybe you feel this is the person for me. Give them a chance. When people come to you and say, I've been praying or pray about this or show interest in you, don't just push them aside and say, no, you're not the person for me. It's not like that. Wait upon the Lord. Ask God. Maybe you have made mistake with the other person. And if any man comes to you, Pray fully, seriously pray about it before you give them a no. A lot of time we have expectations of who we want to marry, dark, tall, tall, I mean, dark, handsome, tall, and rich. You know, we, we've put it there. It has to be in this. So if somebody else is coming that is that does not fit into the picture you have, the tendency is to say, no, you are not the man for me. It's important that we pray about it and let God help us and lead us. I know a woman of God that is very solid. She already had a picture in her mind of who is coming. And another man that does not even fit into that picture came in. And that's the person she's happily married to today. So we need to be careful. And God will always grant us our expect the expectations of our heart according to his will, not according to our own will. So don't be rigid about it. And if it's a man, generally men are moved by what they see. They may not even pray before they ask a lady out. I want to encourage you to pray before you ask a lady out. This is why a lot of times we have many heartbreaks or disappointment because they just, you know, I like this one. This, this, is, this is a beautiful lady. And then they go into the relationship. They discover that, oh, there are other things that they don't know about. And then they break the relationship. So pray seriously as a man. Hear God. Wait upon God. Let him speak to you before taking the next step of asking the lady out on a date. Now, I want to say also that 
if for any reason I know of a lady, she's very close to me. Um, the two of them, they are prayer partners, they are friends, and they've been praying together. And this other lady said to the friend, you know, I think um, this brother is the man for me. Let's begin to pray about it. They prayed, prayed, prayed. When the man will appear, he went to the other lady, <laughs> so which caused a lot of problem. And the, the, when the lady prayed about it, she felt this is the will of God for me. That broke their relationship. I don't know whether they are in talking terms. That we should not be enemies to one another. Maybe you missed it. Maybe whatever it is. Once they say they are, they are in relationship, be happy for them and let God reach out. Don't, 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 don't allow unforgiveness. Don't allow bitterness to the point of wishing them dead. I know a friend of mine that said for me, let's begin to pray. You know these people are already in relationship. In fact, she was praying even after they are, they have married that they will break up. And I said, no, I, I'm not, I'm not into that. I won't do that with you. So let's allow God. Let's know that as human beings, we can make mistakes and that must not make us enemies to maybe to the, the person they are now in relationship with or to the, the two of them together. We are Christians, and that was why I mentioned before that before this relationship starts, we have relationship one with another and with the Father, who is our Father. So we are sisters and brothers in Christ, and the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. When a relationship fails, it's quite a painful thing, especially for the woman, because most of the time as women, we are emotional. We have put everything into it. When a woman is in a relationship, they put everything. They are not, we are different from men. They put everything. Their life is into it. So they may be wounded much more. But whatever happens, the first thing is for you to be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. It's important you go through the process. The pain of losing someone takes a while. So it is perfectly right to go through the cycle. However, it's important to make up your mind not to allow it to destroy you. That situation must not destroy you. Resolving your heart to move forward. Don't allow yourself to get st stuck in that maybe, or maybe, maybe, maybe if we have done it this way, maybe if this has happened, or want, uh, want, oh, the, what of, what ifs, no, of the past. The past, let it be in the past. You should not allow the past to hold you down. Instead, move forward because God has a better plan for you. There is hope for you. God has, and we always have a better plan for us as Christians. So let's trust him. Most importantly, I want to say, don't rush into a new relationship until you are perfectly, completely healed from that previous one. Because if you don't do that, you will be carrying the, 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 the guilt, the, the heaviness, the, you know, the hunger of the previous one into the new one. And that will mad the other one as well. So a lot of time as ladies, we want to prove that we're beautiful. We can have other people and you just go into other relationships. This one comes to you, you jump into it. No, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. At the right time, God will do it for you. Another thing is don't hide your feelings. If you feel like crying, cry. It's okay to cry. Men can cry as well. Feel free to cry. Go to your room, cry before God and say, God, help me, help me, help me. Take this pain away. Give yourself time to mourn and accept all the support that maybe friends may, may give you to help you get better. 
the most important thing is that you need to get better. You need to get out of it. It may not be possible to forget the person because you have shared so many memories together. Uh, they will always be in your mind. But the goal is not to forget the person. The goal is to remember the person without the pain. You remember the person, but there is no pain. In fact, you can pray for them. You are at peace with the things with, with the things we cannot change. You are at peace with it. You can't change it, but you're happy. You're at peace. That is when you are healed and you can now go ahead and move on until, until you feel, uh, you know, just go ahead. Let your, let your past be in the past. Don't carry around all the emotional baggages of the past relationship. So you stop living in the past. Another thing that is important is for you to sit down, think, and consider, understand why the, that relationship failed. Is there anything you need to learn? Remind yourself of why it was over. What happened? What, what, look at the situation of things. What, what happened during the relationship? It will help you to, to make necessary changes and to be able to prevent further happenings in the next relationship. Accept the fact that the future with that person has changed irrevocably. You can't do anything about it. Let the person move on. You also move on. Let every issue be resolved. Nothing to be put under the carpet. It will make it easy to accept the fact that that relationship has ended when you have you know, been able to do that. Another key thing is let go of anger. Don't get stuck in the blame game. Endless questioning, who did what, what, what could have been done differently, why did he do this, maybe I, I was the one. All those things, put an end to it. Think, thinking this way will make you feel bitter. It will make you feel bitter. It will make you feel regretful. And tendency is to keep on going on in circles. You just keep thinking about it. Focus objectively on what was lacking in the relationship how it failed to meet your needs or the need of your partner. It is not about who was right or wrong, but it's being realistic about what happened and why. So are there warning signs that you have, have, have ignored during all this time? What are the causes of arguments in this relationship? Not just who caused them, but what are the causes? It's also important to critically look into and understand what part you pay, you have played in what went wrong. So all these answers, when you get them, maybe they may be quite upsetting. You may feel bad about it, but I tell you, it will definitely make it easier for you to let go of the past and avoid making the same mistakes in further relationship or future relationships. So it may be necessary. For healing to take, to take place, to keep a distance from the person. Anything that you will remind you of the person. Going on Facebook or Instagram. Put that aside until you're sure you're completely healed. The more regular contact you make with them, the more pain you feel. So, and the more healing is delayed. But as soon as healing is delayed, is complete, you can, you can still be friends. You can, there's nothing wrong in, just you know, praying for each other, talking to each other once in a while. You don't need to be enemies. And you see them prospering, you are not happy. That is against God. 
And sometimes you see people praying for the downfall of their uh, previous partner. God is not happy with that. And we need to know that that person is either a, a son or a daughter of God. And we need to know that we are sisters in Christ. <clears throat> it is difficult to accept that you love, that the person you love, or even that the person loves you, but you cannot be together again. It's difficult to say, oh, I love this person, but we can't be together again. For one reason or the other, it may be that things are just not working. A lot of times we believe that, that love can move every mountain. I tell you, love, when, when there are problems, you forget love, you know. So it's not often the case. So don't have to become enemy to the person. You don't have to stop loving the person. It may even be impossible at this initial time to stop loving the person because you have loved your feelings for that person will still be there. But where you still care, when you still care for the person, but you are comfortable knowing that mm, we cannot be together. You can care for him or her because she's your sister or your brother in Christ. But you know that we can't be together. Be happy for him or her, when they, are, if they find themselves in a new relationship. You need to get to that point. When you remember the person, there's no pain, no anger, no jealousy, no hatred in your heart towards them. And we know that God is love. The Bible says in 1 John um, 2, 9 to 10, he that is in light and hated his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in light. And there is no occasion of stumbling with him. So hold on to God. He will heal your pain and cause everything to fall in line. He's a master planner. Trust him. Trust him. He loves you. And the Bible says the plan of God for us is for good and not for evil. To give us that expected end. He knows the future more than you know it. And he knows the person that fits into your future. So if this does not work, he's ready to open another door. That we that will make you happy in the nearest future. Another thing before we begin to go round up, avoid self-destructive behavior. There's no need to kill yourself because of a man or a woman. No need. <laughs> if you kill yourself, you will end in hell. So remember you're a child of God. Everything will work together for your good, no matter what. God's plan for you is for good and not for evil. He has a very good plan for you. Good Good marriage relationship. That's where he's bringing you to. And trust him to do that. And one of the most important things I want to say today is don't be bitter and resentful. Bitterness and love cannot live together. It's either you get bitter or get better. So did, make up your mind that you want to be better. Bitterness will not make you better. Hot leads to bitterness. And if you nurture bitterness, it leads to anger. Don't let your pain make you angry. The breakup or anything at all that happens in our lives that is beyond our control is always a way of God giving us that new opportunity to let go and let God. To let go and let God. Let him establish his way for our lives. All that God desires for us will be to bring us to fulfillment if we keep holding to him. Let's keep holding to him. Forget the past. Hold on to God. He never fails. He closes some doors so that new doors can be opened unto us. We may not understand it now, but when you look back in the nearest future, 
you will understand what God is doing. God allows storms in our lives, not to destroy our lives, but to clear the pathway for his will and purpose to be, to be revealed and to prevail in our life. Forgive, forgive, and forgive the person. Do not hold any grudge. Don't let unforgiveness hold you down into bondage. If you fail to forgive, the Bible says your heavenly father will not forgive you as well. And unforgiveness opens the door to the devil to torment you. So please, I want to share the, the, the short time I have with just to share my own experience. When I was young and I was seeking the face of God for somebody to get married to, God put this man in my heart. I love him so much. And I, I had that, this understanding that he's the man for me. And I was praying. I would pray for him. This one to happen. And he, everything I was asking God for concerning him was happening. But when God now convinced me that he's my husband, I said, God, but how can he be my husband? I had 14 proposals. All of them I'm friends with. And we see gist and talk now. But God told me that I put him there to keep your heart away from all those ones that have come before the real one comes. And God told me, this is the name of the person he's going to be married to. This is her job. This is where she lives. And everything came to fulfillment just like that. So know that God has a plan for you. He loves you so well. You may miss it. Or you may be the one putting something there for a particular reason. Go back to God. If he has spoken to you and you feel it's God that spoke to you, go back to him. Let him explain the situation. And love the people. Love God. And keep serving God. The Lord bless you. And have a wonderful week. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Amen.